Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, this is Mike. Um, just doing a practice run. Last time I tried to play something uh, from YouTube as far as the audio went at uh, was horrendous. Couldn't hear it. So my apologies. Uh, also, the, the very first uh, part of Wacky Wednesday Nephilim, uh, I kept on saying uh, Revelation instead of Genesis. So I kept on saying Revelation six, six four, Revelation six one through four. When I meant to say Genesis six, Genesis six four, and then Genesis six one through four. So my apologies for that. Also, I don't know. It was the last show I mentioned <clears throat> about reading that. Uh, yeah, I'll probably leave this little practice thing out for anybody to hear, just just for these corrections. Uh, how the Vatican created Islam from uh, ex-Jesuit priest Alberto Rivera. Uh, I read something wrong. And that was uh, the second sentence. This is it is uh, excerpted excerpted from the prophet published by Jack Publish Publications, P.O. P.O. Box uh, six six one. Anyways, I said the Pope, and I meant to say the prophet. So. And I'll bring that again in the next recording. So, well, you know, man has a lot of challenges, and for me, uh, my big challenges are uh, my MS. So it affects the way I talk, and it's also affecting the way I see things. And I've always had a bit of a challenge in always seeing things. And uh, uh, to be honest with you, I was diagnosed with being dyslexic when I was a kid, and since this MS stuff business really started ramping up on me in the past five years. Um, so it really affected me. So when I'm reading stuff, uh, I end up seeing things that aren't there. And fortunately, I still have enough cognitive ability that when I'm reading it and the sense doesn't make sense, I go back and look. And you're sure enough, I've always, I, I always put a word in there that wasn't there. So, <laughs> so that's what that is. And it's, of course, it's been worse because of AMS, which has gotten worse as far as the dyslexia. And it's a frustrating thing, and it's an irony of all ironies that I'm doing this little uh, I, was, I don't even know if you call it a show as much as just doing these recordings on uh, talk show. And you think, you know, do you have anything else better to do, right, Mike? Come on. But uh, really, I don't, and uh, it has put me in this position, I think, probably because of my health issues and all that, and I still have somebody out there who cares enough about me, by the grace of God, to allow me to still be kicking it here and out in the street or somewhere. So, yeah, I'm going to keep doing this as long as I can, and 
definitely not uh, gifted by God or anybody as far as, well, God, by anybody, uh, by uh, my communication skills. But, you know, uh, I find this is a way for me to learn and grow and keep active in my mind and not use all the um, physical challenges that I have as an excuse not to. And then the other thing is, you know, if I can help somebody else in the process. And this is a way for me to keep pushing myself to learn these things. Uh, because, you know, I do, I, the situation that I'm in, there really isn't anybody out there um, to kind of bounce off ideas, you know, work together. This is the kind of thing that usually is a, uh, you know, these are group projects, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you're looking for the truth that's out there in the world. Um, but anyways, so the practice, yeah, yeah, I, I recording last time. I tried to do a recording. It was the end of um, one of the shows this week. Um, and I sure had to do with, um, I think it was Catholicism slash uh, Islam. And it's just couldn't hear it. And I have no idea why that happened. It played and there was nothing different. So I'm going to try this again. This a trip practice run. If it works great, then anybody who hears this will hear a little bit about me. And then we'll hear a great little video concerning uh, the fifth trump, the rise of Islam and Muhammad. And this is from Bible or traditions. And so it'd be worth your time to listen to it anyways. It's only nine and a half minutes. And hopefully it will sound all right. And if it does, then the next time I do a... The next time I do a Catholicism, Catholicism slash... Islam, I plan on playing a couple of these short videos because uh, we've talked about the fifth um, Trump and I think it might be a good way to kind of uh, give us all a break from my reading and uh, um, play a couple of these videos in between readings. <clears throat> give me myself a break, give you a break for listening to me and all that kind of thing. So, Anyways, let's try this out. If anybody listens to it, this is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And here we go. Let's just get this thing right here. All right. The first four trumpets sounded, and they brought judgment upon the western part of the Roman Empire. Now the scene changes when we go to Revelation 9. The scene changes from western Europe to the Middle East and the North African section of the old Roman Empire. Before the sounding of the fifth trumpet, there's a stern warning in Revelation 8. The next three trumpets are known as the three woes. And I beheld and heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven, saying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voices of the trumpet of the three angels, which are yet to sound. Rome was a people steeped in idolatry and superstition. For all their professing to be Christian, their worship was a worship for the most part directed towards the mother of our Lord. It was full of idols, images, icons, and false doctrines. After the great religious schism or division, most of the area was either Roman Catholic or Eastern Orthodox. The Eastern Orthodox Church is virtually Catholicism without having the papal hierarchy. Although these two professing faiths had the name of Christian, they had no real faith. 
It is just like within our own land today, an outward observance of man-made traditions and rituals. The previous trumpet brought judgment on the seas, rivers, grass, trees, and earth. But the fifth trumpet brought judgment upon man. All of the symbols that you see in these opening 12 verses of Revelation 9 all point to Arabia. They all point to violence. They all point to warfare. This will become crystal clear as we proceed. Now I will pose you a question. Was there any major disturbance or any major upheaval in that region of the Middle East or Arabia in the 7th century? Yes, there was. It was the rise of Muhammad's new religion of Islam. If I asked you about the 20th century, you'd probably say communism. However, in the 7th century, any secular history book will confirm that the starting of Islam was the major event that happened in the early 600s. It was the birth of Islam, the start of this new religion which we have with us to this very day. The Arab people of the region are the descendants of our father Abraham through his son Ishmael, whom he bore through the bondwoman Hagar. If you remember, Abraham's wife Sarah was childless. Sarah told Abraham to take her servant girl as a concubine because they could not wait for God to produce Isaac. They had to try their own hands at things, and they didn't want to wait for God. And what a mess we're living with today. The bondwoman Hagar produced Ishmael, and 14 years later, Sarah produced Isaac. When Sarah saw Ishmael mocking her son Isaac, his half-brother, she insisted that Abraham cast out Ishmael and his slave mother. Abraham reluctantly yielded and sent them off after providing them with bread and a bottle of water. Ishmael was about to die of thirst when the angel showed his mother a well. At the same time, the angel said the tribe of Ishmael would become a great nation. According to Josephus, the ancient Jewish historian, the descendants of Ishmael would be a wild and warlike people. They would be multitudinous people of 12 princes, tribes, or groupings, which we have right up to this present day. Now, what about Muhammad? What do we know about him? Muhammad's father was Abdallah, who died soon after his son's birth. At the age of six, Muhammad lost his mother, and he was thereafter taken care of by his uncle. He spent his early life as a shepherd and an attendant of the caravans. And at the age of 25, he married a rich widow who was 15 years his senior. She bore him six children, all of whom died at a very young age except Fatima, his beloved daughter. Muhammad claimed direct descendants from Ishmael, and his family was the guardian of the sacred black stone, or Kaaba. Now the Kaaba is still there in the big mosque in Mecca to this very day. The Muslims go on the Hajj, or a pilgrimage, and they kiss this black old stone. However, before there was ever Islam, the black meteorite stone was there for years, and they worshipped it as pagans. These people were very pagan, and Mecca was a city given over to idols and their greatest object of worship was the moon god Allah. If you look at any Muslim flag today, such as the Egyptian, Pakistani, Turkish flags, they all have the crescent moon as the symbol. The crescent moon and the star appear in so many of these Islamic flags because Mecca was the root of this pagan god worship. On his commercial journeys to Syria and Palestine, Muhammad became acquainted with and acquired an imperfect knowledge of Jewish and Christian beliefs and traditions. In his 40th year, in 612, Muhammad claimed to have a vision of an angel while praying in the mountains. This angel, who they claimed was Gabriel, told him to start the new religion of Islam. People will tell you today that Islam means a way of peace. Not so. It actually means the way of submission. And there, this spirit supposedly dictated to him the words that are now collected in the Quran, which is the holy book of the Muslims. Let us look now at Revelation 9, verse 1. And the fifth angel sounded. 
And I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. Now a whole lot of people have speculated who this star might be in this verse. Some people have said it was Muhammad himself, while others have suggested it might symbolize the overthrow of paganism in the Roman Empire. It's not. The fallen star is Satan, or Lucifer, our adversary. He wants to hurt and harm us, and he is also behind all the evil in this world, including false religions. If he cannot destroy God's people from afar, he will work within to lead people to destruction by means of false traditions and vain worship. He is the master deceiver. You see, it doesn't say John saw a star falling from heaven. The original Greek in verse 1 says, I saw a star that had already fallen from heaven. Jesus said in Luke chapter 10, And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. If you want the contradiction or the comparison, the Lord Jesus is the bright and morning star, but Satan is the fallen star. The prophet Isaiah gives us further insight. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? John sees him fall from heaven, and the earth is now the scene of his activity. I just had computer problems again. Just cut off on me, just like that. Anyways, hopefully you heard that. Um, it's ridiculous what I'm going through. Anyways, um, probably end the recording now. And see what the heck's going on with that. Yeah, well, it did so. I don't know why it's... And, um... Here we go again. Even... Even talks you so it freezes up on me, so I have no idea what's going on. Okay, come on. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.